It is now time to welcome back old friend, Mr. TV star on FS1, joining us live from California, David Hellman, formerly of DallasCowboys.com, and now on Sean, RJ, and Bobby via the Diamond Factory Hotline. Good morning, Dave. How are you, sir? Gentlemen, good morning. It's good to hear your voices. You just—you're talking down to us. We can hear it. <laughs> How just, dare you? You're, you are you're not speaking even close. Down to us. Dave, Dave, what is Hollywood life? Well, first off, where do you live? And and compare it to your old life. I remember we'd wake you up every Tuesday or Thursday in the apartment. You got to go grocery shopping. You got some dishes. I remember single bachelor Dave. So, what is Hollywood Hellman like? I hate to break it to you, but it's pretty similar. Uh, I mean, if you want the real nitty gritty, this has been one of the weirdest periods of my life because, like, I mean, they they called me and asked me to do the show on, like, two days' notice. They were like, it was a Thursday night. They were like, we want you here Monday. And my contract is only currently runs through the Super Bowl. So they were also like, also, <laughs> we need you here in three days, and we, we're only guaranteeing you, like, six months of work. <laughs> oh, you, like, wait, wait. Okay. So you didn't, like, go back and forth? No, dude, I've been here. I've been living in Airbnbs since August. I've just been bouncing around. So to answer your question, I've lived in probably six different parts of L.A. in six different apartments. <laughs> Damn. Wow. I have, I have three suitcases and my PlayStation, and I just moved them from apartment to apartment. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah. And you still have the place back here in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, it's sitting empty. Uh, I think my friends use it as a crash pad when they drink too much. But yeah, oh, hell yeah. yeah. Now, what happened with the wardrobe? Like, did they just say, "Here's the company card. You have to get ten different suits. Here's a personal shopper." How did that work? I don't want to tell you because it's so like you'll be so annoyed. But basically, <laughs> you get here. I mean, they have a whole. The wardrobe team is like eight people, and like you go in there, and it's like literally a warehouse. You know, there's a shelf Insane. for Strahan, is... and a shelf for Howie, and a shelf for Shannon Sharp. All the and they basically they're like, okay, well, here's the stuff that we have that will fit you, and also they're like, you know, bring in as much of your stuff as you can while <laughs> we build you a wardrobe, and then over time they're just like. What do you like? You like Banana Republic? You like Express? Whatever. Oh, and God. they just start shopping for you. I mean, they don't, it's not like they have carte blanche, you know, like there is a budget and stuff. But yeah, like over time, they've just bought me outfits. Do you, have a, show up. do you have a shelf now and does it have a step stool so you can reach it? Come on, Bobby. Wow. I, I, I mean, that's to be expected from Bobby. It's fine. <laughs> <I know>. uh, <laughs> no, I have a, I have a shelf. But it's on the ground floor or whatever. Like, it's at the bottom, so I don't have to reach up for it. Who, who, who is, who's really cool over there, like uh, a big name, where you're like, oh, this is this guy's awesome. I could go out. This girl's awesome. Like, I, I know you, you. we know who you do the show with, but you you, you name drop Howie Long and Strahan, and you, you sit down with Cowherd. You, you know so, yeah. You know what's funny is, like, it's it, – y'all can probably relate to this, honestly, at the at the station, but, like – I don't cross paths with other people that often because, I mean, you think about it, like the yeah. Sunday guys are only here for the weekend shows. So, like, I think I've bumped into Terry once or twice. Um, 
But, like, for the most part, the guys that are here on the weekends never cross paths with me. And then, like, uh, Skip and Shannon are on early as hell in the morning. So they're, like, gone from work by the time I even show up to prep for my show. Um, so, yeah, I mean, all the all the guys I work with are great. Um, I've, I've run into Sean Payton around the studio a well. few times. He's really nice. Um, I guess I, I would say Shannon just because, like, he, he hangs around after the show a decent amount. And, like, he'll chat with people. But, like. Everyone that I've run into uh, has been incredibly friendly, especially considering, you know, who the hell am I? Well, look, we have tried to get dirt out of Nick Eatman, and we've asked who's the most jealous of your success from your former co-workers. And to a man, everyone has said that they're thrilled for you and you deserve it. So I'm happy to report that back to you. As DallasCowboys.com was recently in the headlines for creating a scandal mm-hmm. that Jerry Jones signed off on a tweet uh, crushing Dak Prescott after the Niner game. What'd you have to say about that? I laughed really hard because <laughs> I remember I remember being in those shoes. I mean, they do a great job. I wasn't laughing at their misfortune. I was just laughing because this stuff happens. Like nobody, nobody ever believes us until we do it. But like we're always like, yeah, we have a lot more freedom to speak our minds, to be critical, to tell it like it is. And I think most people roll their eyes and they're like, yeah, whatever, Dave, cool. You work for the team. And then we do it and everybody's like, oh, my God, (laughs) DallasCowboys.com did something scandalous. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, we've been trying to tell you all. So I was joking with somebody the other day, like once every once every two or three years, we do something like this and it catches people's eyes. So I wasn't surprised. Um, but I thought the reaction was really funny. How many messages are you aware of that were ever run by Jerry Jones before they were tweeted? Dude, <laughs> I like, as Bobby said, the guy oh, with the flip yeah. phone is giving the final. Okay. Right. On tweets. Like, is it possible? He's nobody actually knows. never been to the website. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, nobody, nobody who matters even knows where our office is. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, we, the, the, the com office is on the second floor of the star you got to go upstairs to talk to people. People don't come downstairs to talk to you, you know? Like, I think members of the family and the front office, like, they used to walk through our part of the building back when it was still kind of under construction, like when we first opened and not everything was ready. Uh, But as soon as the building was ready, people stopped coming through. (laughs) Like, Like, they're not looking for us. We have to go talk to them, so... No, it's really more uh, more along the lines of like uh, do it first and beg for forgiveness later type of deal than anything. David Hellman joining us from Cali on the Diamond Factory Hotline. You either went to sleep or woke up to a purge of the coaching staff with George Edwards, Leon Letts, Skip Pete, Joe Philman, Rob Davis. Uh, who's the recent one? Kyle Valero. Kyle Valero. Is this something or nothing when it comes to Mike McCarthy's status here? I will, well, I mean, Mike McCarthy's status, I think Mike McCarthy's okay, but I will say two of those in particular kind of feel like a shot across the bow, and it's uh, Joe Philbin and Rob Davis because they're both guys that have a long history with him. Obviously, Joe Philbin was with him in Green Bay as long ago as a decade, and Rob Davis has kind of been his number one guy. Like, that hire raised eyebrows when it happened because everybody was like, well, what exactly does he do? And it was basically like, oh, he's he's Mike's man on the inside. Like, he's his guy that's getting intel on the roster and everything. So, like, those two 
decisions. And maybe maybe Mike did make them. I, I don't know for sure. But when I saw that come across Twitter, I was like, ooh, those are those are guys that he has a long history with. I wonder if that was more front office driven than coach driven. Um, but I, I don't think I'm not worried about Mike McCarthy's status. But it does. You know, I think when when you have a disappointing finish, you shake things up, and uh, those two specifically make me wonder if it's more the front office doing the shaking. Are, are the Sean Payton rumors like, you know, is it legit or is it a an annoying pipe dream? Is there real quick because it is early here? Like, is there something new about that, or are these no. just the same rumors? No. That, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's annoying. I think it's fun, but like. <laughs> I, I joke about this all the time. Like, I grew up a Saints fan. I remember Sean Payton to Dallas rumors being a thing as long ago as, like, 2008. So, I mean, it's just – at this point, it's, like, part of the NFL lore, you know? Like, RJ, you're a Tennessee fan. You know how, like, John oh, yeah. to Tennessee was just a thing for, like, 12 years, you know? And that's that's what this is. Um, I I think it would, it would be extremely surprising. Like, uh for a variety of reasons, but also I just, I, I would be shocked to see them move on from Mike McCarthy a after another six, not successful, but another solid season, certainly better than what a lot of people expected him to do. And then Jerry said so after the game, which I guess I'm going to take him at his word. Dave, you and I have always uh, argued uh, aggressively in favor of Dak Prescott as, as the guy here in Dallas. And I, I don't think you've, moved off of that I haven't but has this been the year where Dak has made it the most difficult for you to argue that position easily easily I mean you lead the league in interceptions and you are the primary reason why they lose a playoff game I think I kind of wrote that the other day is like Dak Prescott's just gonna have to take his lumps and the people that think he's a good quarterback are gonna have to do it too because after a certain point, you start to sound like a crazy person. <laughs> um, and that's, I firmly like every, like Bobby, I'm with you. Like everything I've ever thought about Dak, I still believe. I still think he's a good quarterback. I still think you can win with him. But uh, people don't want to hear that right now, probably, or at least a lot of people don't. And while I'm still entitled to think that, I'm not going to walk around beating my chest about it because uh, he didn't back it up. He did not back it up this year. And I think. Uh, you just kind of have to take your lumps, and he's going to have to come back stronger. If you're in that front office, is it fair to have a discussion like Alex Smith, Kansas City, Andy Reid, or uh, the Eagles moved off of Wentz, or the 49ers were Garoppolo? Is it fair to have a discussion about whether they need to do something different, whether maybe he's hit his ceiling? I think a good front office, should always consider everything. Like, I think that's why the best NFL teams often do things that are seen as audacious, you know? Um, so like, I would, I don't mind them having a conversation about it. I think that's what they're supposed to do. You're supposed to pursue every angle possible. But I think when you look at, when you look at the state of the roster, when you look at what we've seen from Dak, what we know about Dak, you look at some of the other parts of this team and maybe people don't want to hear it. The funny thing is like, this doesn't have to be revisionist history. You can go back to before the season and see all of the people complaining and all the radio segments and all the stories about how the weapons around Dak weren't good enough. 
Uh, and it maybe they got further than we thought they would, but that proved to be true in the end. Dak deserves plenty of blame for the way that he played in that game, but uh, I think it goes without saying that like C.D. Lamb was was kind of a one-man show for most of the season. So um, you can have that conversation if you want to, but I still think considering what you have – considering the resources you've allocated to Dak over the next couple of years – I still think your best path toward being a viable team is building around him. Uh, Because even if you were going to draft a quarterback, again, it would be Dak all over again in the sense that how much would you be able to capitalize on it with the amount of money that you are paying to a quarterback who's not starting for you? Does LaShawn McCoy really believe it all? And is my theory, my longstanding theory correct, that you guys are not allowed to criticize Skip Bayless? Uh, well, I mean, we're, you know, we're all, we're all friends on Fox. (laughs) Um, um, yeah, we are, we're all friends and we all get along with each other. Honestly, the funny thing. Have you ever had a conversation with Skip? Uh, we, we've exchanged pleasantries in the hallway, but again, like like, those guys are. Does he know your full name? Um, I don't know. I really don't. I have no idea. Because <laughs> Jerry still doesn't be, know no, ours. He doesn't know ours. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. Um, but, yeah, it's funny. Like, uh, their show's over by, like, 9 a.m. or 10 a.m., whatever it is. And, obviously, like, on a 1 o'clock show, like, I don't need to be into work until, like, 11. And so very rarely is he even still in the building when I go to work. Um, Shady, though, is funny, man. Like, I will say – his opinions are very colored by his experiences. So, I mean, he's an Eagles fan. Yeah. So I think you gotta, you gotta consider that when you listen to him, but I will say like, he's not doing a bit like he's like that all the time. He believes everything he says. He's actually, he's a hilarious guy and a wonderful teammate. Like people think I don't like him because we argue about the Eagles and the Cowboys, but uh, he's very entertaining and fun to be around and, and is a very good teammate. It just so happens that he hates the Cowboys, but a lot of people do, so it's okay. We don't have enough time. We'd love to have you on again. Keep crushing it. Congratulations, and uh, here's to that extension after football season. Thanks, Dave. That, that would be fun, man. I'll talk to you guys later. Appreciate Bye, it. Davey. Bye, Bobby. How much does Bobby harass you on a <laughs> weekly basis? Uh, I, I think at this point it's a pretty good give and take, uh, but <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's bad natured only though, you know, like, <laughs> but that's the, that's the way I prefer my friendship. So it's okay. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Congrats, man. David Hellman on the diamond factory hotline from FS1 crosstalk with KMC next.